Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Good morning. So glad to have you with us this morning. Wasn't that awesome worship? Thank you, team. Yes. So Is good. everyone comfortable? Yes. I'm comfortable. Everyone's good? Hope you're comfortable at home. Yeah. Get comfortable. Get comfortable. We're going to sit down and we're going to have a bit of a discussion. Continuing on with our, like the whole Peace Promoters thing and also being in Foundations of Rest this year and how we can do that and do it well. So... Mm. Hey, we might just want to mention oh, yes. the memory verse. Memory verse. There's another week on the memory verse because we're giving you a fortnight now. Yes. So I think we're up to verse four. The Lord is of my Psalm shepherd. Psalm 23. I lack nothing. Yeah. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me by still waters. He restores my soul. He does. Yes. He leads me in the right path for his righteousness sake. Even though I walk, this is the one that they're doing mm-hmm. this week. Even yep. though I walk through life's, is it life's? Through the darkest valley. Through it's the, on the darkest screen. valley. Oh, it's on the screen. Yeah. Darkest valley. I will fear no evil. For you for are with you. me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. That is very pertinent at the moment. So good. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will mm. fear no evil. I will fear. Mm. No, I will not fear. Yes. Yeah. So we're looking me. forward to those next week. Yes. And we're send them through. To yeah. To Chelsea T. Yes. At riveredgechurch.com.au. Thank you. Fear. Yes. Mm. Fear. That's an interesting one. And the opposite of that, hope. Hope. Because fear robs us of hope. Mm. It actually, fear makes us see a future that hasn't got, well, it, it clouds our perspective of the future saying that there can't be anything good yeah. come mm. out of this. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk about hope today, yes. how we can activate hope. Let's pray first. Mm. Is that all right? Absolutely. Will I pray? Mm. Yes. No. <laughs> We're so organized here. Father in heaven, thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you so much for shedding, um, showering us with your Holy Spirit yeah. and absolutely pouring out your kingdom and making it available to each one of us. I thank you for each household that is connecting in right now that have lent into your presence and have welcomed the Holy Spirit into their home and into the atmosphere of their existence right now. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you bring revelation, you bring comfort, you nurture us, and you let us see exactly who Jesus is and who the Father is. I ask that you do that today. As we discuss this topic about hope, you are the one that brings hope. You are the one that shows us true hope, and you show us Jesus, you show us the Father. Have your way today, mighty God. Mm. Have your way in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 So fear steals our hope. Mm. It really does because it it makes us unable to see a good outcome. And if that is our go-to that we see fear, because at the moment there are so many people that are worried, that are in fear, that the economy is never going to recover. It's going to take generations Mm. like that. When Mm. they first said that they were giving the job keeper, I remember somebody used one of the... Um, which, elevation. Elevation church, you know. Who's, who's going to pay for this? And your children, and your children. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought that was funny. We're so worried about things all the time. But I've, I've been alive long enough to realise every generation thinks that they're the other generation that's had it the worst. No one else has seen it as bad as what they have yeah. before. Yeah. But uh, I, re- I read a small thing where it talked about if you were born in 1900, by when you turn 15, the First World War was on. When you turn 20, the um, Spanish plague was on. When you turn 30, the um, 
the depression was on. Mm -hmm. When you turned 40, the Second World mm -hmm. War was on. When you turned 50 was the beginning of the Vietnam War. Yeah. When you turned, um, you know, mm. right through. Mm. Yeah. So you just, no, gener no generation is exempt from wars and rumours of mm. wars. Yeah. And I, it's, it's interesting because when Jesus got with his disciples and he said to them, all these things are going to take place. And they were like, what? And he goes, where I'm going, you can't go in, but you know the way. And they're going, we talked about this last week. And he said, I've told you these things so that you'll, when it happens, you'll have faith. You'll yeah. have hope. Mm. Yeah. And then he said, in the last days, there's going to be wars. There's going to be rumors of wars. There's going to be plagues. There's going to be um, upheaval in the earth. There's going to be tornadoes, hurricanes, earthquakes, all these type of things. And I've told you these things so that when you see them, you'll have faith and you'll have hope. Mm. Yeah. But fear robs us of the ability to see hope. So I'm, I'm just going to kick it off with um, 1 John 4, 18. I have that up on the screen. It says, there is no fear in love, mm -hmm. but perfect love drives out fear because fear is to do with punishment and judgment. Mm -hmm. And the one who fears is not made perfect in love. Mm -hmm. So we, being in love, and we're going to talk about faith, hope and love in a moment, but being in love gives us that perspective of God's love is so great for us that we can always know that he's got something good around the corner. Yeah. He's, he's got something for us. Mm. And um, 2 Corinthians 10 tells us in verse 4 that the weapons we fight with are not natural weapons, but mm. they're divine weapons mm. for pulling down strongholds. You know, pulling mm. down strongholds. And then it says they, they have perfect. <laughs> they have divine power to demolish, demolish strongholds and we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of, of God. Knowledge. It's all about our thought life mm, and what yeah. we trust in. What yeah. are we trusting in? So strongholds are where we run to to hide from something. Mm. And it's our go-to. At the moment, there are, I've heard that alcohol has been a, a go-to for a lot of the community because alcohol prices have increased. Oh, sorry, alcohol Sales. consumption has gone, mm. gone up. Mm -hmm. Sales have gone up. Mm -hmm. um, people are spending more time looking, searching on the social media for answers or for information about what's going on. But I, I've got to encourage you, if you're getting more information from social media than you are from the Word of God, then um, yeah, it's, oh, not, it's not going to build hope. It's not going <laughs> to build hope. It's, it's actually going to produce hopelessness because mm -hmm. you're only going to hear the message of, of failure. You're not yeah. going to hear that. You're going to hear the message of failure of government, yeah. of economies, of, of nations and all that, of individuals. But we're meant to actually bring down those things and make them subject mm. and obedient to Jesus. It's yeah. not that just that we shut thoughts out you know, fearful thoughts out of our head and go, no, no, I can't go there. Oh, I, don't, I can't think about that. We take them captive mm. and we make them submit mm. to Jesus. Yeah. And so when that thought, so when we try to go to hide or fear, we go into fear because, oh no, this has happened before. And we go into that stronghold of fear. No, we're meant to demolish that stronghold and make that fear turn around and be a servant to us mm. that it creates faith. Because when we see God overcoming an in in instance where we're feared, it produces faith. He's yeah. done it before. He can yeah. do it again. Yeah. And it gives us yeah. that perspective of hope and of faith in God and that he knows the best for us. Yes. Mm. Yes. That's a lot. I'm just setting this stage yeah. here because... You can tell is, that you've thought about it a lot. There is so <laughs> much in this subject that just yeah. blows me away. And when yeah. I heard you guys were telling me what you were thinking about, I'm like, oh my, this is a huge topic. Mm. So yeah. our thought life 
is, is important. What we are trusting in is mm. our stronghold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's our stronghold. Yeah. We need our stronghold to be the stronghold. Mm. Yes. You know, yes. God, you are mm. my strong tower, my mm. safe place, my, yeah. my, my rescue, my fortress. So, yeah. yes, I've had my little chat. <laughs> I've, I've got a great definition of hope to begin oh, with. Yes. Awesome. Because I, I think it's really important that we define hope as the word of God describes it. Mm. Because um, the world has a definition of hope that is a watered down um, mm. version of what the word of God says hope is. Mm -hmm. Because hope is not just a blind belief. Yeah. Hope is not being gullible. Hope is not just wishful thinking. It's so much more than that. It's, and it's so much feeling, more it? powerful yeah. than that. It's mm. not a feeling. And it says in Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is the substance of things that we hope for. Yeah. Mm. And it's the evidence of things which are still unseen. Yeah. Mm. So hope is what faith is bound to. Yes. Um, hope is the birthplace of faith. So, mm. you yeah. know, what we hope for is what can then grow our faith. So it's, yes. it's so much more than just, um, you know, an expectation of our hope. It, w it works out well. Uh, yeah, yeah. It goes so much deeper you know, than that. Oh, yeah. I'm hoping that that works yeah. out. Yeah. You know, it's actually yeah. founded in our mm. spirit. It's founded in our, in our relationship with God mm. that it's an expectation that's based on his character. Yes. Yeah. It's based on so who he is mm. and his, you know, not only his history of faithfulness with us, but throughout the generations. Yeah. That, that's what our hope is based on. And it's uh, without hope, we can't have faith. Mm. Yeah, and, and I remember, you know, people would ask me when I was younger, you know, and you'd say, oh, I hope that. And they go, no, 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 you've got to believe. And it's like, <laughs> there's a difference? You know, like, it was like hope was the, was the subordinate yeah. mm. to belief True. and faith. Mm. Whereas, yeah. no, it's all part and parcel of mm. the same thing. Yes. Hope is a powerful thing. Now you brought out an uh, interesting perspective out of um, Psalms, wasn't it? About the hope. Yeah, it's in Proverbs. Oh, Proverbs, sorry. Um, Proverbs thirteen twelve says, "Hope deferred makes the heart sick." Mm. Yeah. But a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Yeah. And I've I've always read this proverb and thought, oh, when something that we're hoping for is take, takes a long time yeah. to come about, or We've been hoping for something for, for a long time and we're getting discouraged because it's, it's dragging out. But that's not actually what it says. It doesn't say when a promise is deferred yeah. or when a desire is deferred. Or it the says result of that is when deferred. It, yeah, when our hope is deferred, mm. that's what makes our heart sick. So when you push your hope aside mm. and take on fear and anxiety, yeah. that's what makes yeah, your heart sick. Yeah, when you defer yeah. your hope, yes. when, you, when you give up, on your hope and you put it mm. aside, that's when you start to get discouraged and, and weary and tired and hopelessness that's starts so to creep that is, in. Yeah. That's mm. so good. Yeah. Yeah. Hope is just a really beautiful thing yes. that God's given yeah. us. And yeah. I think that we've diminished or we've forgotten the power of hope. Yes. Mm. And I think about what hope can do for young people and I think about what hope can do for families. Mm and what it can do for older people. And it makes all the difference mm. when we actually have something to place our hope in. And it's not a, I don't know if this is going to happen kind of hope versus a God is faithful yes. hope. Yes. Mm. And so um, 
We were actually chatting about this the other day. We were sitting down at a cafe because we can now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and um, and I was telling mum and dad that I had read this verse in Romans 15, verse 13. And we're just throwing lots of scripture, but it's because we want to enlighten that hope is everywhere in the Bible. Mm -hmm. yeah. And hope has been talked about for decades. Because it's the character <laughs> in, of God. Throughout history, yeah. yes. And so um, Romans 15, 13, and this is my prayer for all of us today. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him then you will overflow with confident hope mm. through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so hope is shown to be found in God, but then it's also part of our responsibility to make it a thing in our life yes, mm. yeah. and make it um, have a place in our life. And the mm. Holy Spirit's the only one that can give us the power, it says at the end there, to, to give us yeah. hope, mm. which is awesome because you might be like, the situation that I'm in, there's no hope in, but there's always hope in God. Mm. And that's, you know, the situations might change. Our life is going to look different all the time. Mm. But the fact that God is a, is a source of hope. Yeah, and he's yeah. a constant there. And, yeah. and all constant. throughout the Psalms, David yeah. was like, or... The yeah, Psalmists. The Psalmists yes. were, my hope is in the Lord. My yes. hope is in the Lord. Yeah, yeah mm. this, this hope is strong. It says in Hebrews 6... Sorry, Jesse, we just have so many scriptures, but it says this hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. Yeah. This hope in God. And when I think about hope that other people have, I hope it's a nice day. I hope that it works out. That is not a strong and trustworthy hope all the time. It's very It's, it's a wishy-washy because if it doesn't happen, then you're like, oh, my hope was dashed today. And yes. it wasn't. It was just like, no, your emotions rollercoastered today, yes. but what is your hope? Yeah. Mm. See, in, in 1 Corinthians 13, at the end of the, the love chapter, mm. it, it says in, ver in verse 13, and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. We brush over this so, so much, but these three things remain, faith, hope, and love. Now, if you look at what Scripture tells us, we don't walk by sight, but by faith. We don't walk by our, we're not moved by our feelings or emotions or even our circumstances. We are moved by what God says and what his character is. Faith, hope, and love. See, the, the world's pattern and the, the system of this world is love is love because love is a feeling. If I'm attracted to somebody, then I love them and love is love. No, love is deeper than that. Love is an eternal virtue. It's not a feeling. Hope is an eternal virtue. Faith is an eternal virtue. They're not just feelings that come and go as a whim. They're an application of our will and we choose to hope. We choose to have faith. We choose to love. And there's a lot of things that can try and rob us of those. But these are three elements, three virtues that remain constant in our life. And if we want to attach our life to them, and, and soar through life on them, fantastic. But if we want to discard them and just think that they're feelings and emotions, then, then we miss out on the fullness of what life, and we, we live by the ebb and flow of feelings rather than the constancy of these virtues and these mm. elements that God has placed in our existence yeah. for us to suck into and, and really get the most out of. Yeah, and I've always seen those three things as three different, well, three entities yeah. But they are so intertwined. Oh. 
and interdependent yes. on one another because, you know, as I just read before, um, f- faith is the substance of the things that we hope for. So faith and hope are linked together. Mm. And then it says earlier in chapter 13 that love always hopes. Yes. So love is linked to hope because mm. if, if you love someone, you always have hope for them. You never give up on them. Yeah. So love is linked to hope yeah. because you can't really love someone without hope. And, and, and you can't have faith without hope. So faith and love are both linked to hope. Mm-hmm. Yes. So those three elements that, will, that are eternal and will remain forever mm. are intertwined and interdependent on one another. So if we let one slip... Mm. then we're, s- we're letting the yeah. others start to slide as well. Yeah. 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 And if we don't if we don't understand how much God loves us and how constant his love is, then it's going to be very hard to have faith and therefore it's going to be very hard to believe. Mm. Yeah. And so I think what hope does is it strengthens our faith because we have a hope, we have a longing for something and then we are inclined to go to God's word, hopefully, yeah, well, that's what we're to, meant to. To solidify, yeah. is what yeah. I'm hoping for actually a good thing? Yeah. Is it actually in line with what God desires for me? Mm. And so mm. I might be hoping for a good family one day. I might be hoping for a family that follows God. And I could ask myself, is that a, a selfish desire? But I go look in the Bible and say, does it align with my faith? What does the one true God want? Yeah. Godly offspring. Godly offspring. Mm. Yes. And, and then I can ask myself, well, why would God allow this to happen in my life? Because he loves me. Mm. And so it becomes this complete package of understanding who God is by the longings in my heart mm. and knowing who he is through his word, knowing his character and knowing that he loves me, which is why my hope makes sense. Mm. And, and his timing as mm. well. Yes. His timing in these things, because yes. if you look at Psalm 23, there's a process to it, you know, mm. that he does these things for me, but it's in his timing. Yes. Mm. You know, it's in his timing. And it makes sense why our hope can become deferred if, if we lose trust in that timing. Yeah. yeah. And we decide, well, I'm not going to hope for it anymore. Yeah. And then our heart becomes sick because we don't, mm. we, we don't think that God loves us anymore because mm. it hasn't happened. And I was believing and I had faith for it, but I didn't see it come. Yeah. But my hope should remain in God yes. regardless. Yeah. Cause it's a challenge. Oh, it's a challenge. <laughs> it's That's easy. why we're so good at this yeah. is because we're, we're, we're challenged we've lived, this all the time. We've lived through it. That's why we can discuss yeah. it. Yeah. So when really. you asked me to come and join in the conversation, I was like, I hope that me coming doesn't make people think that I'm a hope specialist. Like, no. oh, just bring Chelsea in for the hope discussion. We are hope dependent. Like yes, absolutely. Dependent. 100%. Yeah. Hey, going back to Hebrews 11, mm. one where you, you brought out the NIV and I think I, I might have put it up on the, um, the TPT, the Passion Translation. It says, now faith brings our hopes into reality yeah. and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things that we long for. What you were just mm. talking about. Mm. It is all the evidence required to, pro- to prove what is still unseen. So like you might have a desire in your heart of uh, hoping for something and a longing for something in your life and you may not see it. Mm. It may remain unseen at this point and this juncture in time. But the thing is that, that we have the evidence. This is all the evidence we need. God is good. 
God is in charge and God will have his way. Mm. I just need to submit to that. I need to, to come under Jesus in this and listen mm. to his Holy Spirit mm. because daily I'm going to learn. Daily he's going to show me stuff. Daily, mm. minute by minute, he's going to help me to grow and, and realize things in my life that he's got this. Mm. That there, there's nothing beyond his, his reach. And that's the thing. When we lose hope, it's we lose trust that God can actually bring out a good result. Yeah. Yeah. When we fear, we're saying, God, in this area, you can't do anything. Mm. And it mm. becomes a trust thing. Even with people, when we lose hope in, in, in people, uh, mm. we, or we fear, you know, oh, that person's done that before, or this person's just this way. We, we lose sight of the fact that God can reach and change anyone. He yeah. changed me. Mm. Yeah. He changed you. He, he's mm. changed yeah. every one mm. of us. So the, the fact is that God is a hopeful God. Mm. Yeah. Like we have hope Always. in God because he's done it for us. Yeah. yeah. He can do it for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, so, it's, it's so linked to trust. It is. Hope mm. is trust really in, mm. its, in its essence. Mm. Hope is trust. Yes. And, um, you know, there, we've got to be real. There are times when it is really hard. It's really difficult in certain seasons of your life yeah. to hold on to hope. Yeah. You know, when, when you have been believing for something for a long time and, yeah. you, and you know it's mm. in the word of God, but mm. you're not seeing it come to pass yet. Yeah. You know, like we've had seasons with your health where, you know, your pain levels were high and your energy yep. levels were low and it went on for a long time and we were holding on to that promise. And it felt like it was never going yeah. to but we were holding on to that promise that we know is in the word of God, mm. that he is our healer. Yep. And, you know, that healing is, was available for you. Yeah. And you've just got to hold on to it because what is, what is the alternative? You spiral into despair. Yes. You yes. spiral yes. into hopelessness and, and you, you distance yourself from faith and that is not going to produce anything no. good. Mm. So, y so you choose to hold on to faith and then you do see a result from that because hope produces faith yeah. and faith moves the heart of God mm. and it faith does. moves the hand of faith God. Faith pleases God. So yes. eventually you are going to see if we, if we do not lose hope, we are going to see, we are going to reap. Mm. Yeah. You know, mm. And when I look at the season that we're in now where you are so much stronger and healthier and more I didn't feel like it this morning. than you were years ago, <laughs> then... You know, I can, I can say in that situation, even though it was dark at times, God is faithful. Yes, yeah. he is. And his promise came to pass. And I have this quote by Corrie ten Boom, and she was an amazing woman who survived a concentration camp. Mm. So she, she is authorised to talk about dark times, yeah. like none mm. of us are. Mm. But she said, uh, when a train goes through a tunnel and it gets dark, you don't throw away your ticket and jump off the train. <laughs> you sit still and you trust the engineer. Yeah. You know, and that, that's yeah. what we have to do yeah. when we're going through a long, dark tunnel, when, when those dark seasons are lasting for a long time. Mm. We don't jump off the train. We, we sit still and we trust the engineer. Yes. Mm. Yes. We trust the one who, who has designed yeah. our destiny. Totally. And, we, yeah. and we hold on and we hold on to our trust. And we hold on to our faith. Mm. And we can't endure all things. No. Mm. But love endures all things. Yes. Mm. You said oh, today. Come on. And yeah. so where we good. can't, God has given us these things to empower yeah. us 
by the power of the Holy Spirit mm. to be able to endure. And so if, yeah, when we're faced with a seemingly impossible situation, we can apply hope and hope being an everlasting godly thing yes. can help us yeah. to endure. And I, I get excited thinking about hope. Oh, come on. And yes. it makes me feel like a child again to yeah. be like, what is, what in God is the best possible outcome here? Ooh. And it makes me like so emotional to think yeah. about the fact that God has so much good stuff for us. Come on. And sometimes we're so That's afraid good. to hope for it. Mm. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. I, Sorry to make you cry. No, <laughs> no it's, you know, so it's like, it's true. if we allow ourselves to hope for really big things mm. and it feels scary to do, but if we're like, God, what could be the best thing that could happen in this situation? Mm. And allow yourself to get excited. There's this song by Bethel called Get Your Hopes Up. Mm. <laughs> so and it's good. so anti what we say. Oh, mm. don't get your hopes up. Yes. Like, don't get too yeah. excited. And we, we stop ourselves. We cap ourselves thinking, all right, what's a rationalized, reasonable outcome mm. that's like, okay. Mm. Yeah. But the thing is, God's always above and beyond yeah. the what we are. The possible bearable outcome yeah. that I could hope for. What can I do know? in my strength? Yes. Mm. Like it can be a, a five out of ten day. Yeah. <laughs> but God's just always got more for us. Like he's the God that says move mountains with your faith. Yeah. Yeah. Tell that mountain to move mm-hmm. yep. and be put into the sea. The mulberry tree ripped yeah. up. Yeah. Mm. He's like, out. come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Just, just, just see. Just see. Like, like in Malachi, just see, just test me in this and, and see, see if I don't do. open up the storehouses of heaven. Because he's a good father. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm, I'm just a natural father, but I know what my heart is towards my children. Mm. Mm. And so if he's, and I'm, I am so <laughs> imperfect and I know what I desire for my kids. So what's, how much more does he desire for yeah. us mm. and pour out for us? He's yes. just elaborate. Mm. He is. He's mm. extra. Majestic. Generous. Majestic. So yes. generous. Yes. Storehouses of heaven. Mm-hmm. Fear robs us of so much. Mm. B- Bill Johnson has this statement where he says, fear always attracts whatever information it requires to legitimize its existence. Yep. So if we actually go... I'm hoping for this, but that's never going to happen. I'm only going to end up like this. I'm going to end up alone. I'm going to end up always in pain. I'm going to end up broke. I'm going to Mm -hmm. end up all these things. And so fear, what happens is fear always attracts whatever information. So if someone rejects you, you go, oh, yeah, of course. I'm always, I'm going to be alone. Or you you hurt yourself again. Oh, I'm always going to be in pain. You know, Mm -hmm. and you, you, you submit to that. But the thing is, hope does this as well. Mm. Hope always attracts the information. Faith always attracts the information. Love always attracts the information to prove and legitimize its existence. But what happens if we go, if something bad's going on in our life and we're we're fearing it, we're not stepping in faith, we're actually in fear. If we give a, um, if we say, oh, this is the will of God for me at the moment, and we speak that into our being, Mm. like, Sickness, we, we agree with that sickness, we agree with that um, whatever we're going through, that torment, the, that whatever, um, and we, we give it a name in our life, we give it authority to remain and not just remain with us in our thinking and it brings that stronghold that we re- fall back yeah. into, it then puts down roots mm-hmm. and it becomes something that we've got to rip up, the mulberry tree with lots yeah. of roots mm-hmm. that we've got to actually mm-hmm. use our faith to rip out of the soil of our life and get thrown away yeah. from us. Yeah. 
don't listen to fear. Yeah. Don't listen to fear because fear will actually attract more information about why it's legitimate to believe in that fear. Mm. But don't. Mm. Don't. It's a con. It's a ripoff. Don't believe the lie because mm. yeah. it's just the lie of the enemy that that this world is bad and it's going to the pack. It's a lie of the enemy that it's, it's bad and it's only going to get worse. It's a lie of the enemy. God has so much good for us, even in this day. Mm. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice yeah. and be glad in it. Mm. Scripture, going back to Scripture yeah. again. Yeah. Sorry. And we were just chatting about during the week about how God's given us an imagination mm. and it's our our ability to see beyond what's literally in front of us. And I think that it's such a faith tool if we think mm. about the fact that, you know, it's the it's the evidence of things unseen. Mm. Yeah. Our imagination has the ability to see the unseen. Yeah. And so it's so important to use that tool for God's perspective yes. and not for yes. fear's perspective mm. because um, I was having a conversation with some of my friends yesterday and at the end of it, they said, I was asking for their input and they said, I hope that we're not just telling you what you want to hear. And the thing is, the enemy and his minions are always going to tell us what fear wants to hear. Yeah. And yeah. so they're going to be like, oh yeah, of course you have that belief. Like, of course you have that yeah. perspective of the future. It's because, you know, no one's ever loved you. It's or no legitimate. one's ever yeah. supported you. Yep. And so to think of your future heading in that direction ongoing, they're going to be like, yeah, of course. Of course that makes sense why mm. you think that. And it's subtle and it's mm. just like slowly solidifying roots of fear in our life. Yeah. But it's so important for us to use, yeah, I think we should always be hopeful for something. Yes. yes. I want yes. it to be true of my life that these mm. three things remain, mm. faith, hope, and love. If everything else is stripped, mm. Mm-hmm. Let there be faith, hope, and love in Ooh. my life, and let there not be any fear. Yeah. Because I think sometimes this one thing remains, and it's fear. fear. Mm. <laughs> so it's yeah, like it's not these three it. things remain. <laughs> this one it's thing remains. One, and I'm looking for the other three. <laughs> but I push them out of the house when I let this one in. But yeah. it, it's not just being hopeful for our own soul either. Hope is, hope is contagious. Come yeah. on. So yeah. I love being around people that have hope. Yes. yes. I love being around people that dare to believe, that mm. dare to step out, that dare to think bigger mm. because it encourages me to think bigger. Yeah. Yes. It encourages me to believe for more when I spend time with them. Mm. So we can be those people that do that for other people. Come on. We yeah. can inspire hope in others yes. yep. by holding on to our own hope. Yeah. Yes. And, that, and that is us being the light and that is us being the salt, mm. is, is carrying that hope and being those friends that you have that they're not just saying what you want to hear they're, mm. they're speaking god's goodness mm. into mm. your life yeah and they're speaking the truth of the word of god into your life yeah and that's that's us being carriers of hope yeah mm. that we can uh, fuel that fire in other people's hearts yep. come on keep believing come on keep trusting mm. hang on a bit longer because god is going to come through you'll be rewarded yes yes, yes. yes. And it's fighting so, the good fight mm. yeah it's so beyond optimism mm. and just being a person that's trying to find the silver lining mm. Mm. it's god based yes and there's a difference i think big difference big yeah. big difference mm. on like oh it'll be okay mm. but not really having a reason why mm. but I have a God that loves me and is invested in my future mm. and is invested in the lives that I'm going to touch with my life. Mm. And therefore, yes, mm. there's blessing and therefore mm. there's a good outcome in this because, mm. because he's got a purpose. Nature. 
because of his and character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. We've grown up learning. Oh, yeah. Mm. God says, I know the plans I have for you Boom. to give you a hope, hope and a future, not fear and a future. It's so important for yes. when we think about our future and you yeah. might be a lot older than me and you feel like you don't have much of a future. You feel like your future's behind you. What are you always. saying? But always there's future. always future and I think mm. our future should always hold hands with hope Come on. Yes. in God. Yes. And, it, and it's true. Like people that have got hope in their life, they, that element there's faith there and Mm -hmm. there's love there yeah hopeful people carry those elements Mm. in their in their life yeah they do i agree chelsea i want to be one of those people Mm. that that carry that that don't carry fear that my go-to isn't fear Mm. yeah and people go oh but i'm not afraid of anything but fear will actually make you rise up and be aggressive and be strong Mm. and be a pusher in your life so that no one pushes you around yeah but you're only doing that because of fear Mm. not because of anything else so i um, think yeah yeah. um, pride can be birthed from fear oh yes Mm. i think it has to be it is because there's no other can't be birthed from love Mm. Uh, because you want you don't want to seem to be that which you don't want, don't to want to look like. Yeah. yeah. But then scripture tells us pride comes before a yeah. fall. <laughs> yes. And it's the very thing that your your pride's trying to prop up is your that you don't want to fall. And yeah. it's like, no, 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 no. You don't realize that the result of that pride is a fall. It's not a very good foundation. No, it's not a good foundation. Mm. Fear, Fear is not a good foundation. Yeah. Faith, hope, and love are a good foundation. So how can we give some advice? I hope this is advice anyway, but in right now in this season to to buoy our faith. Romans 5, 3 to 5 <laughs> talks about what we need to do in this season. Yeah. Oh. Great. I'd rather advice from Romans than me. <laughs> do we have Romans 5? There it is. Yeah, it's a hefty one, but a good one. Even in times of trouble, we have a joyful oh, confidence. Joyful. Amen. Mm. Knowing that our precious, we just sang a song about in the crushing, in, in the, the pressing, pressing yeah. he's making new wine mm-hmm. out of us. Mm-hmm. And when we yield to him, we don't have to understand, but we trust. So in the pressures will develop in us patient endurance. Mm. And patient endurance will refine our character. And proven character leads us back to hope. Great. Mm. And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy because we can now experience the endless love of God Mm. cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Yes. So it's our, not a disappointing fantasy. No. And our character, through persevering in tough times, yes. mm. in this season, through mm. us persevering in this season right now, it's developing character in us, mm. which then leads us back to hope. Yeah. Character produces hope. Hopefully. Mm. Yeah. So the Hopefully. amount of hope that we, that we have relates to our character. Yes. It yeah. reveals our character. How much of God's character are we allowing to be built into Mm. us it's Mm. revealed through the amount of hope that we carry i mean the fact that it says that it leads us back to hope Mm. yes that that godly character will always lead us back to hope i want anything in my life that's going to lead me back to hope Mm. i want more of that please yes Yes. yeah definitely (laughs) more of that And, and that in the crushing, in the pressing, you know, new wine. Mm. It's not uh, wine. 
<laughs> it's actually something it's delicious wine. that goes through a process mm. um, that gladdens the Mature heart. Wine. When you read, you know, that what it says about Scripture, the good things it talks about wine, it gladdens the heart. It makes merry, you know, mm. and, and all this thing. But it, if you mess up the process, you end up with vinegar. Mm. It can yeah. still be used but you don't want to drink it. Yeah. It doesn't really gladden the heart, except if you're Adrian Taylor. Um, it's good on chips. It's good on chips. <laughs> he has That's one chip and for. a glass of vinegar. <laughs> Another chip. That ratio. <laughs> the um, ratios. But true produces vinegar. Um, Paul de Jong, a oh, pastor yes. in New Zealand, speaks on hope, and he said, lose hope and you'll foster a survival spirit. Without hope, wow. we're just living day to day, trying to get by wow. without any perspective of the future except a fearful mm. one. And, and thinking of a fearful future, you don't want to stay in that place. So you will just like, I'll just get through today. I'll just yep. get through today. And so we are just living day by day. But yep. hope allows us to think about the broadness, the breadth, the depth, the width and the height of mm. God's love. And it becomes an expanseful way of thinking not an enclosed, yes. fearful mind. Mm. So if we, if I think if we find ourselves in that survival spirit, it's like a good warning sign mm. Mm. That, that we need some hope. Yes. And I think if that's the advice that I'm going to give, it's ask the Holy Spirit for the right kind of hope. Mm. Yeah. Ask the Holy Spirit for hope that's yes. directed by Him. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, my key, my, my tip is... Um, in what Bill Johnson said about, you know, fear will always attract um, information. Yeah. And, and you look at, it, look at the pattern of this world. If, if you get on your phone or on your computer, there are algorithms in there in Google and all the social media that they will check up what you like to look at yeah. and what you want to feed your mind and, and feed your atmosphere. So then it gets a pattern of that and so it starts trying to force that into your feed mm. all the time. Mm. Yeah. So if you're looking at why whatever, and and they are you're getting information from people that are that are um, doubting things and fearful of things, then that feed it's going to remember that, and that algorithm is going to keep on forcing that in. Not unlike our own algorithms in our brain, yeah. that if we are if we are reading something constantly, it will feed us and it will affect our lives. Mm -hmm. So I, my encouragement is don't go to social media. Don't go even to the news to find out what's happening. Get some information from the Word of God. Get yeah. some revelation from the Word of God, from the Word of Jesus. From the, Find out what He has said about these end times. Find out about what He has to those who overcome. Read yeah. Revelation and read what it says to those who overcome. And it's not overcome this situation. It's actually overcome yourself. Yeah. Overcome your fears. Overcome your prejudices. Overcome your, you know, your hatreds or anything mm, like that. Yeah. And allow that faith, that hope and love to be cemented in your yeah. life. Because they are the bedrock. They are what we can stand on. Everything else is just moving around and wishy-washy. Mm, mm. They're all opinions and feelings that are just go with the ebb and flow of what the pressures are of that day. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm. And then you create a new algorithm and a yes. new pattern new, in your mind. New transformed. neural pathways. Metanoia. You know? yes. Yeah, metanoia. Yes. Mm -hmm. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Metanoia. Mm -hmm. To change your mind. Mm -hmm. Oh, so good. We're going to finish up with some communion. I, Do you want to give your oh. key? Oh, oh sorry. Did, 
Uh, I, I, I apologise. <laughs> I apologise. I, I was just going to say it's really important um, to know what our hope is seated in. Yeah. Because we live in a really self-centred culture. Yeah. And even as Christians, we can easily slip into our hope being founded in what we want for our life. Oh, never. My, my hope is that I want, this is my desire and yep. that's my desire and that's where I see my life going. <laughs> and so we, um, we seat our hope in our own desires yep. mm. rather than seating our hope in what does, yep. what does God have mm. for me? Very what good. is God's desire for my life? Where does God want to take me? Because if it's seated in our own desires there is a chance that we will be disappointed because it's not aligned with God's purposes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because Jesus said, if you abide in me, then you can ask whatever you yeah. want and it will be done for mm. you because your desires are aligned with mine. Mm -hmm. Yes. So our hope must be aligned with God's desires for our life, not aligned with our desire for our life. Yes. Mm. Because when they're aligned with Jesus, we will see them come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... You know, it's really easy for that to become blurred and we need to refine our hope and, and let it be aligned with And with And Jesus. he also confirms it by saying, if you remain in me mm. and my words Word. remain in you, mm. <laughs> yeah. then you can ask because it's based on his words and what he said. We're not going off by what we feel and what we think the yeah. word should be. Yeah. We start stating, quoting and confirming the word of mm. God in my life. Like when, when something bad happens, my immediate response is God can make all things work together for mm. good. Mm. How are you going to make this? Even if I don't feel it, even if I don't look like it, I, that is my go-to. I want that to be my go-to. Yeah. Yeah. I am hoping that that's going to be it's my go-to. <laughs> Yes. It's interesting because in the Passion Translation in 2 Corinthians 10, when it talks about the weapons, it also, it actually uses the thing um, that it's not, we don't wage a military campaign employing human weapons using manipulation to achieve our aims. Mm -hmm. That's what the Passion Translation, which is what we can tend to do. We think this is the only way it's going to have a good outcome, so this is how it has to go. Yeah. But if you read back through Scripture, how many times did the, the guy who ended up in the palace start in the pit? Yeah. You know, he went through those pit times. He was in a palace and he went mm. into the pit, then mm. into the, you know, mm. and then into the pit. And, yeah. then into, and you yeah. think nothing good can happen out of this. And God has his way. Yeah. With God. Yeah. All, All things, things are possible. possible. Communion. Oh, communion. Let's so yes. we have a table right here. Yeah. May I pass these to you? Shall we just pray? Mm. Please. We'll just turn our eyes is to Jesus. Is this the time and the place? Yes. Definitely. Sure Definitely is. <laughs> Well, hopefully you've got something yes. um, to commemorate and to remember Jesus. The Bible talks about God remembering things. Mm. And so I've just, it's been like showing up in my reading lately. If God remembers, then I should too. Mm. Um, and it's remembering, it's reattaching yeah. the re members. Mm. And so this morning we're going to remember Jesus. Mm. And with that, attach, attach. ourselves again Very to the good. faith. And the belief and the hope that we have in what he's done for us. So, mm. Lord Jesus, I thank, thank you, you Jesus. so much for what you won for us on that cross, Lord. Mm. And I thank you that though you fought and though you struggled to go to the cross, Lord, you in the end just said, Lord, Father, your will be done. Mm. And by giving up yourself, you have given to us so abundantly things that we are yet to discover. 
And so, God, we just thank you for the life that we, ha- we now have. I thank you that we now have access to the Holy Spirit. We now have access to the Father because of what you won for mm. us, Jesus. And thank we want to remember that. We want our Sunday and our week to be impacted oh, by the truth Jesus. that our Savior and our Lord died for us so that we could have a relationship with Him and a relationship with the blessing and the goodness of our Father that loves us dearly. So thank you, God, that it was because you loved us that you gave. And so, Lord, because we love you, we long to give back. And I pray that our lives would become a beautiful essence, a beautiful sacrifice, a beautiful gift that we get to give back to you. And I pray that hope would permeate the way that we live. I pray that that hope would pervade, that it would uh, just spread throughout and infect in the best way possible our lives, God, so that we can look to you and look to your promises. Mm -hmm. And we thank you for all of this in the powerful and mighty name of Jesus that wins Mm -hmm. and is victorious over all. Yes. Amen. Let Amen. It Amen. Paul adds to the remembering thing about, and by eating and drinking of this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death. So everything that was achieved by Jesus, we, we proclaim that. And the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. Jesus said, I've come that you may have the fullest of life. Whereas the enemy wants to diminish Jesus says, no, 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 God has planned for you a full life on this earth, a life of goodness, a life of of wholeness, a life of hope, a life of love, and a life of faith. Mm. So we proclaim that over you this morning. But the thing is that we get fear in our life, and it can come at any time. It it, it comes all the time. We're not, um, what's the word, immune to it. We're not immune to the enemy trying to just press those buttons where our algorithms have been a certain way, our thought process has been a certain way. So he comes back every now and then just to try to throw that in there just to upset us. So I just want to pray against those lies that the enemy tries Mm. to deceive us with, those lies that you might be believing at the moment that there's no other way out of this situation than to whatever that is. Mm. You know, to to separate, to to divide. to seek your own way, to put others down, to, to elevate yourself. I don't know what it is, um, to think badly of, of someone, to, to rip someone off, to take advantage, whatever it is. There's a lie in that. You don't need to do it. Um, so, Father, right now, in accordance with what Jesus has done for us and achieved for us, I just come against those lies, those strongholds that try and that we try and hide in to protect ourselves, but all they are is, is protecting us from your goodness, your love, and your fullness, Father God, that we have and the access to heaven that we have through Jesus. So we don't want the attachment to this world system. We want the attachment to the kingdom of heaven where we have the authority to release on earth that which is released in heaven and to bind on earth that which has already been bound in heaven. So we bind up those lies that are trying to infect our families, infect our marriages, infect our business, infect our, our hope, infect our joy, infect our peace. Thank you so much, Jesus, that you came to give us a peace that will not pass away, a peace that isn't of this world, a peace that comes from heaven. I thank you right now for wisdom in homes. I thank you for wisdom in husbands' lives, in in wives' lives, in mums' lives, in dads' lives, in children's lives. Father, I thank you right now in each individual's life, wherever there has been a lie that we are allowing a stronghold to remain from, 
Holy Spirit, reveal that lie. I know that you're the comforter and nurturer. You've done it with me and you continue to do it and you will do it again. So I thank you right now for revealing and shining a light where we've believed a lie, accepted a lie and allow that lie to take root in our life. We just release your power and authority and heaven's authority right now to abolish that lie, demolish that lie and to put the bedrock of the gospel, the bedrock of faith again, of hope and love in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about services or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au. 